0: I'm Andrew Murata, host of the Education Leadership and Beyond podcast,
1: a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you are listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, Steve
0: here, and my podcast, Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, is hosted on Podbean. If you use my affiliate link when you sign up for podcast hosting, you will get one month free. I've been on Podbean for the whole existence of my podcast since November of 2013. In that time frame, I've had nonstop service. I've had easy access to assistance when I needed help. I've been able to upload unlimited pictures and podcast episodes. The dashboard is easy to use. My Podbean community has grown tremendously. Looking at starting a podcast? Well, use my affiliate link to get one month free of hosting. Go to my website at stephenmoletto.com slash sponsors and click on the Podbean hosting link to see what plans are offered and choose the one that you like the best. You'll be glad you did. Hey, welcome back. Steve here, and today I'm talking with Adam Geller. He's the founder and CEO of Athena, a video feedback platform for teachers. Today, we are focused on their artificial intelligence platform that provides guidance for professional growth for teachers. Awesome topic. Great conversation. Thanks for listening. By the way, it would be so awesome if you gave Teaching Learning Leading K-12 feedback too. All you have to do is leave a review at stephenmoletto.com slash reviews. And uh, how about telling a friend, colleague, family member about the podcast? Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the show. Boone Titanium Rings, found on the web at boonrings.com, is an affiliate partner of Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12. And I'm also a customer. I have this really cool ring that's ca- got these carved pistons and, and stars in it. I love it. They make rings of titanium that are carved, laser-cut, and engraved, as well as they have inlays of many types of materials, like meteorite, acrylic, wood, carbon fiber, and so many other types. They also have special collections that are incredible designs. One of the top sellers are the Gamer Rings, the Stealth Series, and the Black Zirconium. As a note, they also make earrings, pendants, cufflinks, and for you musicians, they make cool trumpet mouthpieces. Love it. Go to BoonRings.com and at checkout, use my code capital T capital L capital L capital K number 12 and you'll get 10% off your purchase so go check them out I love my ring and I know that you will love yours you are listening to teaching learning leading k-12 a podcast for educators helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now, here's Steve with this week's show. Adam Geller is the founder and CEO of Edthena. He started his career in education as a science teacher in St. Louis, Missouri. Since 2011, Adam has overseen the evolution of Edthena from a paper-based prototype into a research-informed and patented platform used by schools, districts, teacher training programs, and professional development providers. Adam has written on education technology topics for various publications, including Education Week, Forbes, and EdSurge, and he has been an invited speaker about education technology and teacher training for conferences at home and abroad. Adam is the author of Evidence of Practice, playbook for video-powered professional learning, written with Annie Lewis O'Donnell. You can catch Adam's original interview with me on episodes 279 and the follow-up on episode 387. After leaving the classroom, Adam joined the national strategy team of Teach for America, where he helped design a technology platform to improve training for new teachers. Adam, it's awesome to have you back on my show. Say hi to everyone.
1: Hello to everyone. It's great to be back.
0: Ah, It's cool to have you back. And and this is cool because I've got like a year in between each interview. And so I've seen this really cool progress happening. And... uh, just just moving forward uh, from where you were when we originally talked to where we are now and and uh before we start talking about ai and coaching could you help our listeners you know who did not know it Athena, what its why is what's its purpose
1: yes so you know in our organization we really believe that technology can and should eliminate the barriers for teachers professional growth while also promoting their collaboration across classrooms and with the stakeholders in their community.
0: This is very cool. This is uh, so nice. So it, so let's you know, kind of back up just a little bit, because what we're talking about is professional learning and uh, mm-hmm. you know, what you do to help it. So uh, let's talk a little bit about professional learning and teachers. What do you think causes some of the biggest barriers to helping teachers you know, change their methods and practices when experiencing professional learning?
1: Sure. Well, you know, I think there are lots of different ways that professional learning can occur. And I, you know, I want to start by acknowledging that because um, I I wouldn't want to come off as dictating one style of professional learning for a teacher that's, quote unquote, right. Um, But when you look at the research around the types of professional learning that can help teachers make and sustain the biggest types, the the biggest changes in their classroom practice uh, over time, right? Because it's about sustaining those changes. It's really, you know, not up for question that the best way to do that is to give, to enable feedback about actual teaching practice with actual students. Uh, you know, it's it's the difference between the, the sit and get workshop, which certainly has its value for some things, and uh, what many people would call instructional coaching type activities. That's the reason why so much in terms of resources and time and energy is invested into coaching and feedback to teachers. Uh, but There is a fundamental problem with that, which is that it's really hard to have the right person in the right place at the right time. Um, You know, don't get me wrong. If I could wave a magic wand and have someone in the back of every single classroom, every single day, able to support a teacher at the same level that professional athletes are able to get coaching for every single game they play, I'd be all for it. But that's not reality. You know, the reality is when you look at what's happening in schools and districts right now today, that even in places where they do have folks with the title of coach, those individuals are in classrooms teaching sometimes because there's not enough capacity to go around. So I think, you know, for me and what I get really passionate about and, you know, when you asked about our why. It's thinking about how you can use technology to help solve for that problem of right person right place right time uh you know so for a long time Athena has been known for our video coaching platform which is a set of tools that enables Uh, you know, a school to use video coaching, which is what it sounds like, Uh, you know, the teacher uploads a video of themselves from their teaching and shares it to the coach, the colleague, the school leader, somebody who can collaborate with them about what's happening. uh, And it enables that specific feedback on actual practice, like we were talking about before. Um, And as we're going to talk about today, uh, now we've built a new way to think about using that Technology for video reflection to enable teachers to essentially coach themselves uh, when the coach uh, is not there right now and might be coming back later. Um, you know, so we think that again, technology can reduce those barriers for teachers to accelerate their learning, continue their growth, and have the greatest impact possible with their students.
0: That's awesome, and, and I got and I know you've kind of responded to, to this in there some a couple different ways, but. One of the things I got to make sure that we, we don't leave this area is without talking about why coaching is important for teachers. I mean, what, mm-hmm. I mean, cause you know, some people say, oh, I don't need a
1: coach, but
0: do, do they not really, do they, do they kind of really need a coach?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, if, um, I mean, first of all, they're, uh, There's nothing inherently wrong with the idea of having a coach. You know, as I hinted at before, the professional athletes have coaches, Uh, professional uh, musicians have coaches, Uh, vocalists have coaches. Right. So uh, the idea that uh, I don't need a coach is to suggest that the coach is an indicator of something wrong. When, in fact, uh, you know, I think that if we look outside of education, you know, the rest of our examples are all about how coaching is is uh it's not that it's meant to be a luxury right but it is it is the better version of doing the thing you're trying to do um you know within schools i think that coaching is very important uh, mainly because um when you look at the the challenge the, the the overarching endeavor of being a teacher and the quite extreme complexities that they face in their classrooms um the reality is, is that it's, it's a really complex environment and having someone to help you process through the, that complex environment uh, can be really helpful. And at the end of the day, if having, um, you know, someone to reduce the, the cognitive load, uh, you know, as a phrase, right, reduce that cognitive kind of tax on you um, to make change. Uh, If it was, if it was really so easy, we would all be, uh, you know, Olympic athletes and fitness models instead of every year setting New Year's resolutions about how we're going to change our, our behaviors yet again. Um, You know, why is that? Because look, change is hard and having tools and process to support your change is really important.
0: Yeah, I like I like that I like what you're talking about there because yeah, if it wasn't that difficult, yeah, we all would be uh um being able to to, to do those different things and I love that. You know, it's I think I, I don't watch these shows anymore, but I I think in one of the early seasons of uh oh, one of the singing you know performance uh, um shows that uh have been coming out, the uh, um one of the things that I think impressed people a lot was yeah, you, know, you had these singers who were very good, but then they brought out um, talent that uh, people really knew and recognized, and they worked with some of the individuals, and uh, it really showed the power of coaching uh, because it just changed. Uh, it it kind of gave them poise and things like this that the, some of them didn't have before, and and I think that uh, any type of, I mean. Even fishing, I mean, you know, it's like there's so many different things that I don't, you know, when people fight coaching, it's like, oh, come on, man, you know, you know, full well that I can go out and drown a lot of shrimp all day long. But uh, if I know a little bit about how better to do it, I might catch a few, you know.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, look, like. uh, uh- uh, you know, again, in many contexts, the idea of coaching is a luxury, like the idea of going to the gym and hiring the personal trainer to help you work out every single time is a luxury that many of us cannot afford. And I'm not trying to focus on, uh, uh, you know, the idea of exercise as the thing that needs coaching. I'm just using that as an example here of, um, we do really value and prize the idea of coaching in so many other contexts. And so I, I think I'm just, um, trying to point out that in some ways we've stigmatized it within the education space and in fact we should look at coaching and opportunities to have deep reflective process as a value add uh, to the teacher and it's not a deficiency of the teacher it is really just helping lift up that teacher to you know their next level of potential.
0: I love that because I, I think you're right. I mean, in education, we've managed to make it seem as something bad. Ooh, you have a coach. Uh, what'd you do? You know, as, as opposed to it should be, hey, cool, you have a coach. How can I get one? And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's because I mean, there's any number of things from working with kids to uh, um, trying to get the kids to understand what it is you're working on to, to maybe come up with different ideas and how to make them engage and so forth like this, And which we'll get into those in just a little bit. So, but, uh Cool stuff. I, I, one of the things that I want to make sure that we uh, talk about is, you know, Edthena's got this new AI coach pro, uh, program or uh, platform. And what I want you to do is could you talk about how a teacher uses the AI coach and interacts w- with this virtual coach? I mean, how, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, just to kind of set the stage for folks that have seen the the Athena platform that we've been known for, this is a completely separate platform. Um, that's important because, um, you know, I'll describe here as best I can in words what happens, but I wouldn't want somebody to try and, you know, attach this on to what they know Edina has been. Uh, this is really, from the ground up, a completely different way of thinking about using video and video analysis and teacher reflection and guiding teacher reflection. Um, so, the AI coach platform essentially coaches teachers to coach themselves. Uh, you know, I think this goes back to what I was saying before that, you know, every teacher deserves a coach. Uh, every teacher deserves more coaching. And we think and we've been hearing that the AI coach platform can help that be possible. Uh, so, you know, we're not trying to replace any coaches or take any coaches off the job at all, right? This is all about what happens in between when the coach can come to visit and in the schools where there may not be someone with a coach and that that role is falling on the school leader it's enabling the school leader to have again additional ways for the teachers to continue their learning um, outside of the times when they can visit so uh the essentially it still uses video it uses video reflection um and uh and i know know we can talk about the the coaching process itself but um you know the teachers log in and they actually are chatting with via text or voice with a virtual coach uh, in a chat style conversation and um you know the the coach has a has a a a nice you know image uh the persona and it has an avatar i guess you'd call it and uh her the name is edie and, um, you know, the, the, the teacher can have this private reflection with the virtual coach and be guided to uncover uh, for themselves what's important and how they plan to make progress on this. And, you know, I, I want to add here that this certainly could sound like completely crazy um, because, quite honestly, there's nothing out there like this. So you search AI teacher professional development, and we're the only thing right now. Um, but there are models in other areas of our interactions with computers where actually this has been proven out. So a great example is a tool called Wobot, which actually has created a chat style interaction for users to interact with a virtual therapist. And they have studied this uh, for a specific type of therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. And it does work to build that relationship, to have that conversation, to guide the participant, to, you know, reflect on themselves in a guided way. And so, you know, we've really built off of that idea, you know, out there in the world, like, okay, these interactions can work to drive really powerful uh, self growth, uh, if you design the right set of structures and tools and supports. Um, and so, you know, we hope we've done that. And some of the early testing has been, uh, really exciting this spring. I mean, I think, um, you know, we've been hearing things like people saying, well, I really like this more than my peer to peer coaching process that we have right now. Um, you know, we had one from, a uh, you know, different different profiles of teachers are testing it as well right you know this isn't a tool for early career teachers or late career teachers this is a tool for all teachers and so um, you know we've seen positive reactions from a broad set of teachers um and i think actually my my favorite comment i saw coming in was from one of our tester teachers was you know uh this was really a lot better and easier to use than i was expecting you know like that uh, the teacher had agreed to to try it out, uh, but that they had been really uh, positively surprised by the experience of interacting with this virtual coach. Um, it's completely new. We get that, but we're very hopeful that this you know delivers satisfaction to teachers and ultimately helps those teachers make changes in their classrooms to have impact with their students.
0: That's so cool. I I just you know I and I could see how first of all it's it's a little you know, as a, as a former principal who I was very focused on trying to get teachers feedback. So, you know, and you start off well-meaning because you try to use uh, um, the resources you have at hand. So you end up assigning like an assistant principal to oversee some of this stuff or you assign a department chair or something. I was high school and, and, you know, one of the things that you run into is uh, automatically is that something goes kablooey. So the assistant principal has to go take care of whatever went kablooey or the department chair has to take care of the other teacher who um, didn't show up that day or something like this. And and they don't receive the feedback or the coaching. Now, mm-hmm. Now, and I know that I've, I've, you know, your your focus is not to eliminate coaching, it's to create access for all. And I thought we might chit chat about that because I, I could see where – mesh together with real co with um, that's a, that's a funny thing to say with coaches and the AI um, mm-hmm. that uh, you would be able to reach, reach more people. And plus the AI doesn't have to go handle a, a fight in the bathroom. So.
1: <laughs> that's right. I mean, the virtual coach is not going to have a last minute meeting with a parent pop up. Um, the coach is going to be there ready to start the conversation or continue the conversation uh, in a way that fits the teacher's schedule, um, so I think that's really important. And I think you, you know, hinted at it before that there are a variety of structures in school buildings to um, create opportunities to talk about teaching, right? So you know, I'm I'm being careful here to pick a different phrase because I think also encoded in the idea of giving teachers feedback as some sort of passive process that teachers are just doing their teaching and then someone will come in and give them feedback when in fact the best style of conversation about what's happening in classrooms allows teachers and encourages teachers and, and, and helps teachers know how to analyze what's going on in a um, honest way. Um, so I think the AI coach really, the, the platform really helps tap into that. Um, that, you know, if you do have the department chair as the person who is assigned to come to you once a quarter or once a semester as part of, um, you know, uh, maybe it's part of a compliance process, maybe it's part of a, you know, a minimum um, activity, whatever, you know, districts have different ways of of laying out why that's happening and, and all for good intentions, but maybe the teacher doesn't feel good about that process or doesn't um, feel invested in it or doesn't feel like the person who's coming to their classroom is invested in that teacher, right? Because, you know, the teacher didn't have uh, necessarily, we can't guarantee because we don't know, uh, choice in that process. Uh, but when you kind of flip the script, if you will, and um, really what you say as the non-negotiable is that there these conversations will happen, that reflecting on practice is important Um, You know, that is important from a research perspective, but that's just, you know, important oftentimes from a culture perspective in a school. Uh the, the virtual coach really gives the teacher a tool to be doing that on their own and empowers them to have a deeper understanding grounded in what actually happened in their classroom, grounded in data that they've collected to continue conversations with the department chair or with the community stakeholder or with their colleagues on another team. Um, so, you know, I think that that is really what it's about. It, it's, it's, absolutely possible to fill in the space in between in-person coaching but um you know i'm not i'm not advocating that we should stop that activity i think really what we're trying to do is close the gap in between what we hear is the ideal amount of conversations about you know reflective conversations about practice uh, and what's actually happening. Because no matter how many people are hired or how many department chairs are given partial release, there's always a gap between the ideal amount and what's actually happening on the ground.
0: And I think what your AI platform lends itself to is that, uh, you know, it's coaches can only be so many places. Um, and, uh, and so th- if you have real coaches, <laughs> um, and what I mean by that is, people who that's their training as opposed to an assistant principal who you gave the assignment to. <laughs> um, the, uh, and then you have the AI platform, which then – what I think is really cool about it is that as a teacher accesses it, I think they learn that it's, it's unobtrusive. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for because they're not, they're not really in front of a, a person who's sitting there looking at them, writing notes, and they're going, what's he writing Writing, you know, am I going to mm-hmm. hear everything he's writing, or is he going to turn this over to somebody else? And it's, and instead, it can become exactly what it needs to be, which is uh, suggestions and and feedback of a type that will uh, help them make some decisions about uh, doing better. I, you know, I think it's funny in a in a day and age when, um, you know, it's neat that this is this is reaching the the classroom because uh, I mean, you have any number of CEOs and of major you know, fortune 500 companies who have executive coaches that work with them about Mm decision-making. And uh, I think uh, this is an important aspect that uh, you've clicked into here with, you know, as you've grown from your just your video platform to, to the AI platform as well. So good, you know, cool stuff. I gotta, I gotta ask this. What, so what type of technology do you need to make the AI platform work?
1: You need uh, a modern web browser and an internet connection. So, no special equipment required. This works on Chromebooks. This works on Macs. This works on PCs. You can capture your video with your mobile devices. You can capture your video with your laptop. Um, You know, this isn't about going and buying something new. This is about using the technology you already have. And, um, you know, the technology is essentially facilitating just a completely new way of interacting with um, you know, the evidence of what's happening in your classroom.
0: And I got to tell you, that's awesome
1: right there because, you know,
0: so often when uh, there's a new innovation or something like this, it comes right along with about, you know, uh, $50,000 worth of new equipment. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and your doesn't. I like that. That's, that's
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome. you know, and yeah. that's why I start with Chromebooks, right? Because, um, you know, there's certainly a lot of different devices out there, but there are a lot of Chromebooks out there. And I think for a long time, um, you know, uh, Chromebooks were somehow viewed as not going to have access to all the, the latest and greatest. And so for us, it's really important that everything we develop, um, you know, works seamlessly on Chromebooks, just the same as it would work on any other platform. Um, not only is that what users expect, but I think it is what is fair and equitable when you think about, um, you know, districts allocating their resources. They shouldn't need to buy something new uh, to implement, teacher professional learning, um, strategies. I think that takes away from other ways that they could invest.
0: Most definitely. And this, this also gets uh, the attention of the principal. What I don't have to buy that, that big bulky thing that might be outdated within mm-hmm. two weeks. You know, there's a, there's a particular, uh, uh, video device from a long time ago when I was a teacher that, uh, if you just bought this thing and it is named after a, uh, famous Greek story and, uh, if you just bought this, everything is going to be great because it's going to have all this video on it and you can access it. And it was a, laser, a giant laser disk mm. device. And, uh, you know, today everything that it had, you access through YouTube.
1: <laughs> you know, so. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so good that's stuff. Right.
0: Uh, you know, the AI coach is trained to address many specific high needs areas in the classroom, like managing student behavior, checking for student understanding, and, and providing feedback to students. Uh, you know, from what I understand... AI, you know, the AI AI coach guides um, the teachers through a four-phase process, analyze, reflect, enact, and impact. Could you share some of this process? Could you talk about those, those four magic words?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So the AI coach platform has a coaching cycle, which is represented by those four cycle phases that you just described. I think the other part that I need to kind of interweave here as I'm defining them is you know how does the AI come into this? How is the virtual coach a part of this process uh, alongside the teacher? So first, let me say very clearly: the AI is not watching the video for the teacher, and the AI is not telling the teacher what to do. Uh, that is not first of all that's science fiction <laughs> but also it's just it's just not what we're doing and i think people w- are worried that that's that's what we're suggesting here um so really when we're talking about how the ai is part of this process it's part of the conversational experience for the teacher and part of the customization of the content that the teacher is experiencing throughout that conversation so let's start at the beginning of the process with analyze uh, so during the analyze phase the teachers are guided by the virtual coach to uh, Gather video from their classroom, and then the teachers come in and they're thinking, saying just like they would to an in-person coach that they might have access to today. Uh, oh, you know, I'm interested in working on checks for understanding and use of academic language in the content area. Uh, right. So this isn't the the AI dictating to the teacher what to do. This is the teacher saying what they want to learn about, and then in response to that, the platform is able to uh, provide the teacher customized observation tips related to observing for checks for understanding, related to observing for use of academic language in the content area. So the teacher then goes through and analyzes the video, adding timestamped comments tagged to the particular skills. And of course, if they change their mind along the way, uh, the platform is able to adjust along the way with the teacher. All right, so then the teacher moves into the reflect phase. Uh, the ref- During the reflect phase, the teachers are, then ask to step back from that analysis process. Look at the comments that they've left, summarize them, and then start to narrow things down into a goal, reframe the kind of observations they're making into a goal. And this is another example of how the AI is able to guide the teacher. So, um, you know, the, the, the kind of stance of coaching is um, – you know if if the if the spectrum is fully facilitative or fully directive the the stance here is more in the middle um, and so as an example here, the, the AI coach guides the teacher to pick one skill area to set a goal in, right? It's not, oh, I feel like there's so many things wrong in my classroom and there's so many things to work on, um, because that's a place that some teachers are and, you know, that's a place that you want to help get them out of. So you ask that teacher, okay, what's one thing you want to work on? Oh, I want to, you know, focus on checks for understanding. Okay. Why don't you reframe your observations now as a goal for change related to checks for understanding, and then open-ended questions about how the goal will impact students, how they'll measure that, uh, why it's important, things like that. Okay, so we've watched our video and analyzed. We've summarized what we've seen in our classroom with the reflect phase and turned that into a goal. Now we need to develop a strategy for action. And that is the enact phase. So in the enact phase, the teachers are then moved forward into a a way, a process of thinking about their goal and then kind of determining a particular strategy to implement within their classroom. Um, And this is another place where the AI is able to really support teachers um, because, you know, there's, uh, let's say we're working on checks for understanding and uh, you're a teacher who's like, well, I, you know, I thought I was trying what I knew already. Uh, I'm not sure where to look. And so what are you supposed to do next in the absence of this platform? Well, are you going to go Google? I mean, you're going to get, I don't know, millions of results, <laughs> but the platform is able to ask, you know, Hey, Steven, are you wanting some extra resources? Right? It's not, that's giving you a resource. We're not telling you what to do. Um, If the teacher wants to see some curated resources, then the the virtual coach is ready with those virtual resources specific to the goal area of the teacher. Then the teacher picks a strategy, a timeline for follow through and sets a follow up meeting with the virtual coach. And then they go off to their classroom and they do the work of teaching, they implement a change, they run the experiment, uh, they gather new data, and then they have a follow-up meeting, which is that fourth phase of the cycle, which we call impact, where the teacher reflects on the change that they implemented, determines if the change is having the type of impact they want toward the goal, and determines should they continue that strategy or should they try a different one. Um, so you know I think that we've really tried to encapsulate you know what people think of as a, a coaching and reflection cycle but grounding it in uh, what also is known about um, you know kind of some of the the mechanics of behavior change and, and behavior modification to support teachers to do that um, And you know I think I want to add one more thing here which is I want to stress um, you know this process is not about, finding the right thing to try. This process is really about constantly thinking as a teacher, I'm going to try new things. I'm going to determine if they have an impact and I'm going to then be able to say whether or not I should continue that thing inside my classroom. And so we really think that giving teachers tools to constantly, you know, incrementally improve their practice and make it okay to say, you know, that thing didn't work um, is really uh, something powerful to help them unlock, uh, you know, their, their true opportunity for impact.
0: And I got to tell you, this is what I love about it is that it's, it's not saying this is what you got to do. It's, it's making these suggestions um, through using resources and such to, to, to help if the teacher asks. And it's, I, I just think that's amazing because a lot of times that's exactly, I mean, that's exactly what happens in the classroom. first of all, when you teach when you work with kids, <laughs> you know you never know not only what each class is going to be like, but you don't know what you know even just a couple of the kids in the same classroom, and you need ideas on how to work with them and that's that's a cool aspect of this is that it's uh, you know it's there for you know you could use it quite a bit and uh, it could give you the suggestions if you take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think what we've done is created a tool that helps teachers you know kind of work through a process that you know i i am willing to die on a stake about which is the idea of continually increasing their effectiveness right i don't think that's a negotiable for teachers and i don't know many teachers who would say that that's a negotiable right so we've built a tool that makes that process um easier to work through but also easier to document and rewards them for that work. Because at the end of the coaching cycle, the teacher has an artifact of this professional learning that they have undertaken. And this might have been professional learning that they've done in the past that was invisible to their school leader, and they couldn't quote unquote, get credit for it, right? Not that this is always about credit, but um, at the end of the AI coach process, teachers get a reflection log, which they can choose to share with others as an artifact of their learning. Also, it, it, it helps them in those conversations, to collaborate with others, but they also get a certificate that represents that they did two hours of professional learning. And, uh, you know, we're not the ones who get to decide if that counts, but, you know, if you draw the short line here, if you're working in a, if you're a teacher in a school or a district that has adopted this tool, they probably are the type of school or district that's going to say, yes, that activity counts for professional learning. And we will give you, give you the, uh, the time and credit on your, on your required PD hours.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. You're right. It's, if it's a district using it, they probably will support that, I would think, which is a good thing to do because I think it just it kind of encourages the teacher to make more use of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's cool. I, I got to ask this because this I read this cool blog article that you guys have, and uh, it's about uh, how the AI platform helps with these three R's of teacher collaboration. And I was wondering if you could just discuss that just a little bit because I thought this was fascinating.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, I, th- I think, again, it goes back to this idea that, um, you know, the three, the, we're not saying that you should get rid of any coaches, or we're not saying that teachers should stop talking to their colleagues. In fact, we're saying teachers should always be doing that. And this is a tool to help them do more of that. So the three R's are relationships, reflection, and resources. Um, and, you know, we've been kind of hopping around these a little bit, but maybe let's talk about those three in the frame of um, how the AI coach platform prepares teachers for collaboration. So in the vein of relationships, um, you know whether that is with the teacher and their instructional coach, the teacher and the school leader, uh, those relationships to talk about what's happening inside of a classroom um, are more productive when teachers are able to do a little bit of the pre-work, if you will, in a way that helps them take advantage of that time. Right. So if you are a teacher who has a coach, it's way better to know how to ask that coach for something specific rather than, um, you know, have the coach come in and say, "Okay, well, you know, topics du jour are A and B and C are what's interesting to you. Um, And so I think that, you know, it enables teachers to have more productive, more powerful relationships with those colleagues around them that are there to support them. Um, the second piece is the reflection. So coaching conversations are always more powerful when teachers are better able to talk about their teaching in specific. And better being better able to talk about your teaching requires having reflected on your teaching. And so the AI coach platform gives them uh, a structured way to do that uh, that really you know, primes them to be ready in a, in a way that they may not be ready today without this additional scaffold or support. And the third piece is the resources. Um, and, you know, we were talking about this idea before that the platform has resources available to the teachers, um, but really the AI coach serves as a another place that teachers can go for ideas when they are wanting to lean on a, a Someone else around them, if you will, uh, for the for those ideas on where to look. Um, it takes the the burden off of the existing coach or the existing school leader as being the the single source of, of of knowledge or the single source of truth on where to go look. And it also solves for the the challenge that many teachers face, which is the well, there's a you know near infinite number of results on the internet, and how do I know which ones are even of high quality? to trust. Uh, and so the AI coach platform has resources available, um, to suggest, right? Because it's not, it's not a point-based solution. It's a, it is a, you know, oh, you're interested here, here are three. What do you think of these? You know, it's not one thing to look at. Um, So, but having that extra set of resources and extra capacity essentially added uh, on the bench, if you will, for the teacher uh, that they can draw upon, um, you know, that's uh, what we believe is really going to unlock more powerful collaboration uh, that's in line with the professional standards for good professional learning.
0: I love that. I think that, uh, and one of the things that it lends itself towards is something you mentioned, which is, you know, a lot of times if you're out there looking for your own resources, not only are you might find them a zillion or not so many at all, but you have to question some uh, of you, you better question whether some of them are quality or not. And mm-hmm. quality is being nice. Cause some of them just, they're not right. The person found out that it works for what they want to accomplish, not necessarily is it best practice, but, uh, you know that's that's good stuff. I I just I appreciate you taking time to to explain that because yes we had hit hit in and around the the three R's but I wanted to make sure we talked about them together.
1: No, I I like it because again you know I can't say it enough times. Um, if I could wave the magic wand, put a coach in every classroom every hour of the day, right? I, I'm <laughs> I'm passionate about the idea that teachers are. And it's not just me we we are passionate about the idea that teachers are the, you know the biggest lever for how schools can positively impact students and the research is very clear on how to teacher how to help teachers be the best versions of themselves and we're really just focused on enabling more of those opportunities to be possible um And also, I think, recognizing the realities of many schools and districts that, um, you know, they they have constraints. And if technology can help them minimize those constraints that they're facing today by helping them think differently and creatively about professional learning, you know, it's it's going to be what's better for teachers. And that's what's going to be better for students. And even if it's new and it's different and you know, people sometimes look at us like we're crazy. I mean, uh, since we've announced this, uh, you know, I've gotten some people that say, oh no, I, I don't, that's a terrible idea. I don't even wanna to talk to you about it. And, and that's okay. Uh, but, you know, I, I I think that it all comes back to, you know, when you originally asked the why, right? We're, we're not trying to take any jobs away or eliminate any coaching from, from schools. Um, those are really powerful awesome meaningful interactions the reality is is that there's just not enough of them and so whether you use video coaching to uh, you know amplify how much coaching one coach can get done or you use ai coach to supplement what coaching is getting done i think the end result is still going to be the same
0: I love it. I think this is cool. What a great uh, tool for uh, to teachers and schools to be able to to add to what uh, they do to help their their teachers work better and uh, help the kids um, understand more about what they're doing. I love it. Uh, but mm-hmm. Before we – we're getting close to finishing up, Adam, and uh, before we do that, can you talk about how much does it cost? I mean, how, how does this – how's pricing? How does that all work?
1: Yeah, so it's still – we don't have some pricing table we're ready to like publish on the internet. This is new, so we're still kind of confirming where we're going to be on that. But I can say that this is going to be um, less expensive. I think I feel pr- really confident in saying that. Less expensive than a one-day workshop uh, that you're going to get for one time with all your teachers. This is going to be you know a, a yearly fee uh, for, you know, a building for all your teachers to use it as all they want, or, you know, district buy for all their buildings. Um, you know, it's unlimited coaching and it can scale to an unlimited number of conversations, um, at less than the cost of that one day workshop on a per teacher basis. So we think that that's, that's uh, really exciting that we're going to be able to, um, you know, deliver a high impact learning tool at a really low cost per teacher. That's excellent.
0: Love it. I Um, Adam, if someone wanted to reach out to you, find out some more information, uh, where would you send them?
1: Yeah, so if you're interested specifically in the new AI Coach platform, head to www.edthena.com slash AI Coach. So that's E-D-T-H-E-N-A dot com slash AI Coach. Excellent.
0: I'll have it in my show notes. And uh, and, and just as a note, uh, I'll make sure that uh, they know. Go to that blog, too. You'll see some really cool articles there that'll help reinforce what we've been talking about. So uh, good stuff. So I'll make sure that's there. Um, I got one more question for you, Adam. Um, if you had the chance to talk to a conference of school principals, what would you want them to remember about um, your AI platform um, to help their teachers? What, what, I mean, basically, you're hoping they'll – They'll say we want that AI platform from Athena. Um, what do you want them to remember when they leave? How do? What do you think?
1: Well, I might have said it, you know, two minutes ago. Now, with uh, with uh, where I'm was spilling my heart about what what we really care about, right? But I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, I want principals to see and and remember that this is a tool to continue to unlock the full potential of their teachers and help their school as a community of practice uh, achieve its, its goals together and help everyone involved be better prepared to do the hard work of talking about what's really happening and making plans around uh, you know what's going to happen next in order to, to meet everyone's goals.
0: Excellent. Excellent um adam it was awesome getting caught up I mean, this is cool because i've seen the growth of your company over these, these last couple of years is so neat and it and it was cool about the role that ai plays and helping support coaches and coach teachers and i just think it's amazing where you know th- this progress that you've had i mean thanks for introducing us to the ai coach and uh and uh, i can't uh thank you enough for being here today and wishing you the best in all you do
1: Thanks so much. Excited to, to share it. I can't promise a whole new product next next year when we talk or, or before when we talk, but uh, definitely some updates on, on how it goes for sure.
0: Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. <music>